Welcome back to We The People Podcast. we got another good episode for you, but let's go ahead and get into Amendment 5 of the Constitution, Trial and Punishment. No person shall be held to answer for a capital or otherwise infamous crime unless on a presentment or indictment of a grand jury, except in cases arising in the land or naval forces or in the militia, when actual service in time of war or public danger, nor shall any person be subject for the same offense to be twice put in jeopardy of life or limb, nor shall be compiled, compelled in any criminal case to be a witness against himself, nor be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor shall private property be taken for public use without just compensation. That is Amendment 5, Trial and Punishment Compensation for taking, for Takings. We'll be right back. Welcome back to We the People podcast. This is the three segments we're going to have for tonight. Virginia elementary students require medical attention after ingesting fentanyl-laced gummies. Hunter Biden defies House GOP subpoena to testify in private. U.S. inflation rose 3.1% in November above Federal Reserve's target. So let's go ahead and get into the first one. Virginia elementary students require medical attention after ingesting fentanyl-laced gummies. Five elementary schools-aged children were rushed to the hospital after they reportedly ingested fentanyl-laced gummy bears. On Tuesday, the, Am- the Amherst County Sheriff's Office said that seven children at Central Elementary School in Virginia experienced a reaction in ingesting gummy bears, although altogether while class was in session. Reports also highlighted that school administrators immediately notified emergency services of the incident and that five students who were in dire condition received medical attention as soon as medical personnel arrived. Of the seven students, five needed medical attention. Two of the students were transported by EMS and three of the students were transported by their parents, the sheriff's office stated. Later, the county sheriff's office tested the gummies and results showed that the seemingly innocent sweet treats had tested positive for fentanyl. Authorities also stated that they confirmed that the bag was brought home by a student. The sheriff's office released a statement on Tuesday following the incident. We will work with the sheriff's office as they continue their investigation. Read the statement. The families of the students have been notified of the results. We will provide other updates as more information becomes available. 
The, Ams the Amherst County Sheriff's Office will be investigating the incident. All this fentanyl comes from uh, Mexico into the United States, and it's also coming from uh, the main chemicals to make fentanyl all comes from China. Didn't we just have um, that uh, out there in San Francisco where they had a meeting between the president of China with our president and obviously nothing uh, came of it if we're still having issues and now it's affecting children with uh, gummy bears that were supposed to be you know the treat that everybody likes to eat and it's not supposed to kill you and here they are they're laced with uh, fentanyl when is it going to finally be enough you don't see Joe Biden over here uh, saying anything about this, but oh, does he love to go after go after the gu the guns every time that he hears that uh, somebody has uh, used the gun or uh, um, assault rifle is what it's always going towards. But what about this? What about fentanyl that's killing more people than guns kill? And yet, you don't hear the administration doing anything about it. And it's from his beloved Chinese that keep causing more and more of it. So what? What are the? What is going to finally be? What is finally going to have to happen before finally something takes place? This is the. This is on the hands of the president and his administration because they leave the border wide open and aren't willing to fix it. And it's very simple. It's easy, it's very uh, simple to fix. Go back to the policies that were already set in place before he got into office and changed it all. But he doesn't do he doesn't do that. We'll be right back. Welcome back to We the People podcast. This is the second segment of tonight's episode. Hunter Biden defies House GOP subpoena to testify in private. Hunter Biden has defied his scheduled closed door deposition on Capitol Hill. While the House Oversight Committee, Hunter instead delivered a public statement on Wednesday outside of Capitol Hill claiming the investigation into his business dealings is a move to undermine his father's tenure as president. I'm here today to acknowledge that I've made mistakes in my life, he said, flanked by his lawyer and Re Representative Eric Sw Sw Swalwell, a Democrat from California, but I'm also here today to correct how the MAGA right has portrayed me for their political purposes. Here we go again with MAGA. He's another one that's over here trying to make it look like MAGA's uh, 
a bad entity entity. And what is it that MAGA stands for? Make America Great Again. How in the world would anybody want to go ahead and go against that? If you don't want America to be great. That's all that's all it means. That's why it's crazy how you keep how we keep seeing this take place over and over. That people use the MAGA phrase, but yet it's make America great again. It's not some uh, crazy group or anything like that, like what the Democrats, um, young voters do. And here he is, he's, put, he's putting that out there like that. He needs to just take responsibility of his own stupid actions that he's been doing. Using his dad's name while he was vice president to get money from countries and companies that he didn't even know nothing about. Let's continue. For six, year, for six years, I've been the target of the unrelenting Trump attack machine, shouting, where's Hunter? He added, here's my answer. I'm right here. Hunter has said he wants to testify at a public hearing to answer questions from House Republicans because in private could give way of selective leaks. This comes after Republicans have rejected Hunter Biden's offer to appear for an initial public hearing saying they want him to testify privately first. <clears throat> the inquiry is investigating the Biden family as a whole. First, whether President Biden used his power for financial gain for himself and his family, whether President Biden used his power in office to influence the Department of Justice to help Hunter avoid criminal charges, and how Hunter was involved in the family's business dealings. Meanwhile, Hunter faces tax evasion charges as well as a separate gun charge by Special Counsel David Weiss. Additionally, Hunter said his father was not involved in any of his business dealings, not as a practice lawyer, as a board member, or a barista, not in my part partnership with the Chinese private businessman, not in my invest investments at home nor abroad, and certainly not as an artist, he said. The awkward thing is, is uh, there is a laptop that's out there that has emails showing that uh, his dad was a part of it. There's pictures showing that he was with his son, with that uh, his son was with um, his business partners at the time playing golf. There was also another time where he even mentions it in a text message saying that uh, he's with, the, with his dad right now and they need an answer or else his dad's not going to do or take away Something that had to do with the vice, uh, the vice president doing so something anyways. And yet tried to say that his dad has nothing to do with it. And if you paid, if you, if anybody out there has paid, paid attention to the, when he was sitting here making this statement, there was questions asked of him and he did not, he was not willing to answer any of those questions. And this was a sub subpoena. So he was required to sit there and go and answer these questions no matter what. He didn't show up. His excuse is, well, I was out here outside of the building. It doesn't matter. Any one of us, as a regular citizen, gets subpoenaed to be at the courthouse 
or you're required and you have a court date and you're supposed to be there, but all you do is you show up outside the building and you don't go inside the building, what's the first thing's going to happen? You're going to get a warrant out for your arrest because you didn't go in and uh, show that you were actually there physically by, by signing in and being in front of the judge. Same thing with this. It doesn't matter that he was outside the Capitol building. He wasn't inside where he needed, where he was required to answer questions. It doesn't matter he was outside. He had to be inside. So he should be getting arrested and, and serve some jail time. Let's just see if that actually takes place. Let's see if the Republicans hold true to, to that. That's going to be one other deal that his dad's going to have to go ahead and uh, uh, get him out of. Which is going to even look even worse if he gets him out of this and then gets him out of the um, gun charges. And then also the tax evasion that he's done in California. If any of that takes place, that's what's going to, that's what's going to end up happening. Then that's going to even look even worse. But to sit here and say that, oh, my dad has nothing to do with it. It's the mega Republicans. It's Trump saying this. How about you just take responsibility of the actions that you've done by using your dad's influence and being as a vice president to get money for you and your family from countries and uh, business uh, com uh, corporations that you had no idea or had any uh, training to be able to do those positions and just getting this money from them, basically twisting their arms due to your dad being the vice president and be able to make those kind of decisions to stop big companies or big big uh, uh, countries to from being able to do what they wanted because they were fearful of the United States and the vice president of the United States at the time. We'll be right back. Welcome back for our final segment of tonight's episode. U.S. inflation rose 3.1% in November, above Federal Re Reserve's target. The Federal Re Reserve's long-time objective for U.S. inflation was presently exceeded in November with 3.1% growth, supporting central bank bankers' and argument to maintain current interest rates this spring. According to experts, predictions, the Consumer Price Index, which measures the increases in the price of necessities, decreased somewhat from October reading of 3.2%. This was the index's lowest monthly reading since June. However, it was still much faster than the 2% rate that Federal Reserve was targeting, a level that the U.S. economy has not experienced since 2012. Central bankers have raised interest rates to a 22-year high, ranging from 5.25% to 
5.5% in the hopes that a downturn in the economy. The Bureau of Labor Statistics blamed the fuel index, which dropped 6% from the previous month for the second straight month over month decrease. The Core Consumer Price Index, which measures long-term trends without accounting for vital food and energy costs, is regularly monitored by policymakers. It rose by 0.2% in November, following a 0.3% gain in October. According to AAA data, the average price of gasoline in the U.S. was 314 on Tuesday, which is less than the 335 average that was revealed and the release of the CPI report for last month. The Bureau of Labor Statistics reported that the increase of the shelter index, which measure housing Prices was 0.4% offsetting a decline in a gasoline index. Even central bank bankers appear to be struggling with contra- contradictory economic signals as Fed Chair Jerome Powell has left analysts wondering if another rate rise is imminent. Well, the reason why they're worried about that is because still we have interest rates or not interest rates, but the um, inflation still going up. It hasn't decreased. It hasn't slowed down. Yeah, we're starting to see gas prices drop a, a little bit, but not enough. Um, unemployment. Uh, yeah, there was a uh, um, job increase. New job. New job reports showing that there was. Uh, New jobs were uh, created and filled, but I don't know if anybody's ever told you what's the deal. If you pay attention, you start, you go around and talk to people that have uh, retired due to the higher um, co- the higher cost of living. People that are retired that are on a fixed income have had to go had to go back to work. So those are the ones that are filling these jobs. That have uh, that have opened up because they have to go back to work to be able to fill in the gap of the higher cost of living because their fixed income can't cover that anymore. So that's where the new job rating is coming from, and they've tried to make it sound well. Look at look how great how the economy is growing because we have all these new jobs created in this last month. It's not. New jobs created for people that are sitting at home of young people trying to find a job. It's people that have already retired have had to go out and look for a job so that way they can cover their expenses because their fixed income that they're getting from Social Security or their 401k is not covering their cost of living due to the increase in the credit craziness of the inflation thanks to Joe Biden and and they don't put those job numbers out to show where these jobs are being who these jobs are being filled by it's people that have retired that are having to go back to the workforce because they can't survive on their fixed incomes that's a mess and a mistake in itself 
And yet Joe Biden tries Joe Biden and his administration is trying to take credit for the fact that new jobs have been created when all they're doing is making uh, retired people have to go back to work instead of being able to enjoy their retirement and what uh, few years they have left to be able to enjoy. No, they have to go and do a 9-to-5 job or whatever other type of job that's out there to cover that income that's been created by the crazy inflation that he's caused by continuously just spending money at a random craziness. So to let you know that's what's going on with that part. We'll, uh, I just want to say thank you for listening to tonight's episode. Uh, God bless you. God bless uh, the men and women that serve the military, the men and women that serve the blue, the EMT, the fire department, and the first responders. We'll see you on the next one. Bye.